Parker Noland with two outs in the ninth. Pushes a bunt to third. James to first. He's out. What a way to end it. And what a way to end a drought. Mississippi State, the national champions, destroying Vanderbilt 9 nothing. Hey, this is Steven. Hell straight, baby. We won a national championship. Go dogs! You listen to my favorite podcast, the OB Pod. Morning, Cash. Morning, Zach. How you doing today, brother? Uh, how you like that intro? I, I was doing better. I really was. And then got my best friend, Steven, who I still owe lunch to, to help us out with the intro. And I, I'm down in the dumps. I'm not going to lie. I was ready to come and just thank all the Mississippi State fans, be all anti-Ole Miss. And I don't know if I got that in me anymore. <sighs> I mean, go State. Yeah, I, I mean, cowbells are ringing. I'm happy for them, like for my side of the family, the rights. I, I couldn't be happier that they were able to, most of them, be there and enjoy this. Steven actually even drove all the way to Omaha the day before game one and in the rain and got to watch games two and three. Um, I had numerous friends that changed their plans, dropped everything they could, bought mm. five, six hundred, seven hundred dollar plane tickets to get there for games two and three. I know one guy who dropped over a G for just to get to travel to get there for game three when they won game two. Yep. Because um, they're like, not going to miss this opportunity. You don't know when it's going to happen again. and Or if it ever could. I know baseball has been great for Mississippi State, but these are special moments. And not all of us are Alabama. We, we don't know if we're going to be there next year. Exactly. So it was great to see a lot of my friends, my social media feeds just – get blown up by Mississippi State fans. Yeah, and what was also great was there was three DeSoto County kids playing in the World Series, and uh, that was what it was Cameron James, uh, Braylon Skinner, which we talked about him last week, and Cade Smith. So it's good to see that hometown products getting that experience. You know it means something a little bit extra special for them, most likely growing up huge Mississippi State fans, being able to play for their university and deliver on the biggest stage. Yeah, it was epic night. Congratulations to all those state people. Also, we hope everybody had an awesome 4th of July. Uh, I know the fireworks were fantastic for Olive Branch. I hope y'all got to make it out there. An all-day event, and I can't thank them enough for doing this each and every year. It's just a lot of fun to be able to see it and then not have to worry about the cleanup, inviting people over to the house or anything. It's like, no, 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 we'll all meet up at the park, have a beautiful day, and then just go home. It was even better was to say it wasn't hot, man. It was wonderful outside. Like it was in the seventies and eighties. Like eighties are right there beginning around four o'clock. But like by the time it got close to dusk and everything like that, you could sit out on a lawn chair and you were fine. It wasn't you weren't sweating your balls off. I mean Or being attacked by mosquitoes on a level that you just don't want. Yeah, it was it was a, it was an awesome experience. Congratulations to all who went and thank you for the City of Olive Branch for a fantastic fireworks show. And we may be a little bit of bias, but hey, I just think they had the best show all the way around. It was all day long. You got to do a little stuff. Horn Lake for me was number two. And then like Hernando, they got canceled. You know, they got moved to Monday. And then Ugh. South Haven, Stone Grove, like that. That's just too much traffic for me. I, I don't know. There's not enough entertainment. Now, Cash, last week you hit me with some, I guess what you would call comedic genius. I um, think what our listeners called was comedic <laughs> genius. Not just me. Yeah, uh, I have to give you credit that I re we received, I don't know how many emails, text messages, Facebook messages that were like, 
Um, I had people from Natchez, Mississippi, who happened to know me a little bit by distance, tell mm-hmm. me that their kids heard this and have been using it all week on all their family members. And that's all I can ask for. Yeah, like, I mean, you like, know, just bring a little bit of joy to everybody's morning, kick <laughs> kickstart their week the right way. So it is my honor to say that I was motivated to come up with a couple jokes, researching, looking around to find a few. And I, I kind of like the idea of adding maybe a little bit of humor or something like that. So I've got a few for you. So I want you to give me my opportunity here. And maybe if this works out, we'll get good feedback. We'll continue this little trend. But sorry, right, Cash. So ask me why I don't trust theirs. Why don't you trust theirs? Because they're always up to something. <laughs> All right. Oh, my goodness. Cash. I have an aunt that is proud to be Irish, but we know she's only 80% Irish. You know how we make her mad? What? We only call her Iris. <laughs> All right, Cash. Ask me how much does a chimney cost to have? I'm, I'm so scared to ask this. <laughs> how much does it cost to have a chimney? It's nothing. It's on the house. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> all right, that's all I got for the day. <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah. They're right up my alley. I, I love every one of them. Oh, no, but, oh, no. All right, so tell me about your week, man. Do you have anything going on this week? Man, just a lot of starting a new job. That's uh, pretty much what it is. Had a nice little thing on Monday, orientation on Thursday. You know, sometimes you're like, hey, you know, work week obviously starts on a Monday. Maybe I'll get off the – no, just every day. He was like, cool, you've done through orientation. You start. And, but it's a lot of fun right up my alley. I'm watching sports. I'm helping people try to win a little bit of money. So I, I can't ask for anything no, more. That sounds like a sweet gig. Sweet gig. Well, you did better in my week because I didn't really do anything. I've just been doing a little bit of mural painting and uh, look forward to unveiling some finished products soon. And so we'll, so you would say doing your passion and something that you love is not really doing anything. Well, Ooh, well I, I can't wait to reach that level of nothingness. <laughs> well, this is the grunt work part of it. You know okay. what I mean? Like when you you have your base layers and you work your way up, it never looks good until the very end. And you know, and I'm one of those people who's impatient, as you know. Yes. And so, like when you look at this kind of stuff and you see it, and you're like, I know what it's going to look like, but and I'm ready for it to be there now, mm-hmm. and it's not. You know, okay. When I, you're doing stuff that is 40 feet long, it takes time. That is completely understandable. Listen. And a little bit of art. I was talking to Stephen a little bit ago, and he went to one of the concourse new hotels up in memphis right and they had apparently had a huge art show now when you go and look at some of those arts are you disappointed by seeing what some things are labeled because like when i go and i'm like i can do this i'm just furious i'm like it's, i don't understand some of the levels of it i guess art is so subjective it's all about the point of view of the person looking at it okay. what somebody values as art the other might look at it as is like somebody looked like took a hot dump on the side of a street I mean, well you like, see and that's my artistic ability you know so to be able to see some of those things labeled as art is like i can do that i don't think that should be labeled as art it's right. a little frustrating, it but is. I guess if you're seeing something different. It's all about the eye of the beholder. I mean, that's the deal is that to me, the measure of art to the layman person, the common person is, is a, you see a skill that the person who views it cannot do yes. or could never imagine doing. And so that is the typical definition of what people consider as art or a talented artist. Um, I mean, you think about Michelangelo, Da Vinci and all these like that, the, the art levels they did were unattainable. That's mm-hmm. why they're considered the greatest. You know, when you look at somebody who puts a collage of things you found in the dumpster onto the side <laughs> of a wall with, you know, and put some words next to it and say, look at my art. It's trashy. Yes. You know, literally. You're like, but you're like, yeah, no, that's what I threw in the, in the trash last week. And you just put a stinky stuff on the wall, you know? So I'm like, you have to understand it's, it's truly the eye of the beholder. Art is trending, you know, like 
whatever is popular at the time could be worth a lot of money. Then then two years down the road, it's not hot popular and you lost your money on it. So it's just kind of, it's way it is. No. And I thank you for that because like I, I'm still going to have a hard time, but always evaluating it through that and hearing an artist kind of talk about, you just got to look at it through it through a different scope or just understand it's not for you. And that's okay. But one of the reasons I kind of want to say that was because when we're doing these Mount Rushmore's, yours might not agree with ours and that's okay. This is our kind of thing. Oh yeah. It's and, all opinion based, you know, and with the one we got this week, it's, <laughs> it we're going to get sticky. a lot of heat. Could and so sticky. just remember like our taste just might be a little bit different than yours. Oh, there's no doubt about that. You know, um, you know, it's just like last week when I talked about like crazy Rob's fireworks, I had some people say, well, you know, uh, why do you drive down there? And I was like, well, well, they're the best to me. You know, yeah. when you have the best selection, you're an air conditioned facility. That's where it's at. And by the way, thank you, Crazy Rob. Our fireworks were fantastic. Yeah. And I mean, it was great to see you participate in Duty Fields National Championship celebration. I don't know if the fireworks actually came from there, but yeah, I just wanted to poke a little bit of fun at Oxford and Ole Miss to see if they could help participate Mississippi State do <laughs> such a wonderful thing for the state and put us on the map. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know, Cash, speaking of the best, it makes me think of Brian Couch and Team Couch of Birch Realty, guys. They are by far the best realtor team in DeSoto County. No one compares to what they offer and what they give your customers for free. I mean, right now they have a market analysis they give anybody who's interested. And that's just something that's really important because you never truly know what your house is worth. And you might kind of be on the fence or just not even know if you want to sell right now. But as soon as you get that market analysis, it puts things into perspective that you're not going to get from anybody else. I completely agree. And the other thing is, is that you're working with a full team. You're not working with just an individual. So you're going to have a full service realtor group behind you in every step of this. And the market is so tight right now. And there are so many creative ways they're going about buying and selling property. You want a team that really can hurdle all those problems that could come or navigate those potholes that come around that could really, you know, devastate a project or devastate a deal, uh, a claim, a contract, whatever you want to call it. These are the people you want to work with. So I really, really encourage you to go check them out at teamcouch.com or you can call them today at 662-449-1700. All right, guys. And now it's time for our weekly motivational message. And we sure hope you enjoy. And every morning when we wake up, we need to empty out anything negative from the day before. Somebody offended you at work. They didn't treat you right. It's easy to let that offense stay. Feels good to carry around a grudge, but you have to be disciplined. Say, no, I am not giving this offense any room. I am not going to let it sour my day. They hurt you once. Don't let them continue to hurt you by holding on to the offense. Being offended is not harming them, it's harming you. It's taking up space you need for the good things that move you toward your destiny. Or you wake up in the morning and thoughts of worry come. How are you going to pay your bills? What if the medical report's not good? You'll never get out of this problem. Don't allow that in. Don't make the mistake of dwelling on it. Just say, no thanks. I know God's in control. He's got me in the palm of his hand. He'll get me to where I'm supposed to be. Take inventory of what you're giving space to. Life is too short to go through it with negative things holding us down. So guys, the unemployment rate has gone up in the nation, but Michael Hatcher and Associates can change that for you here locally. Right now, they are trying to hire several positions, and we have mentioned a few of these 
several times over several weeks because they are still looking for those right people. Maybe you just haven't applied. Maybe this is the opportunity. This is the week. Go out and check them out. They're looking for account managers, an estimator, project managers, foremans, irrigation techs, mechanics, and crew members. This company is exploding in business and needs more help every day. Every job we have filled last month or so, they have gone ahead and reposted the exact same position because they are just that need of great people. Well, and one of the cool things about this company is you can start at the bottom and work your way up. But while you're being a crew member, you get to see all of your work come to fruition. There's not many jobs right now that you're able to see your handiwork out in your community. No doubt. Guys, this is truly something that's a special opportunity. You're talking about a company that really gives back to their employees. They have a motto of hire for life. They have great stock options. They have great insurance and benefits. It is a place that you can start and finish your entire career at and know that you have done something great for yourself and your family. Give them a shot today. Go check them out at hatcherlandscape.com or you can talk to their talent acquisition person, Gabby, at... 662-755-3207 and let her know that OB Pod sent you. All right, guys, it's now time for our news. And Cash, how was our alderman meeting this week? Well, as everybody knows, on the first and third Tuesday, there's always an alderman meeting. They were going to meet a little bit early to get the nice photo of the new board with our mayor, now no longer mayor-elect Ken Adams. So I got there around six, make sure, you know, dress a little nice. I'm the only person in this parking lot. (laughs) I don't know what happened, if something just came up, but... I sat there to about 640. I had three cars with me, and then those three lovely ladies came out and drove off. And I was like, okay, I don't know what happened. So nice and short. Very short meeting. <laughs> Very short meeting. All right. We like short meetings. Yes. We'll have to check in with Ken on that one to figure out what went down, but maybe there was a schedule change. Who knows? Fourth of July weekend. Who yeah. knows? Oh, and speaking of Fourth of July weekend, everything city government wise is going to be closed on Monday and trash. The pickup is going to be delayed a day. All right. Good to know. Good to know. I also want to say congrats to London Bakeress for being crowned Miss Olive Branch 2021. Since our brother pod under the water tower is not doing anything this week, we just want to promote the Hernando Farmer's Market a little bit due to the fact that Missa Hippie gave a nice little performance down there at the Hernando's Farmer Market, and they will be having a concert later this month in July. And also, they went the extra step and had the Mississippi Army National Guard Category 6 Jazz Concert Band perform. Pretty cool, man. Pretty cool. I hope everybody enjoyed it. Guys, another breaking news. The Bahia Pipeline has been abandoned. It is being listed as done for COVID reasons. So in an exchange with the SEC, they said they are no longer pursuing the Bahia Connection Pipeline because of lower U.S. oil production resulting from the COVID-19 pandemic, which I call hogwash, but whatever. I don't agree with that. I'm willing to bet due to the fight from here local, uh, the you know the pipeline resistance of Memphis and the city councils and a lot of people getting together, I'm willing to bet that was more of the reason, but we will never know. I think we'll know deep in our hearts that you are 100% correct, and I haven't seen us stop using oil any less, especially from Valero and anybody else, especially with gas prices on the rise the rest of summer. Dude, I saw pictures of people in California that are paying $6 a gallon. I just couldn't imagine. My back is hurting from like the 250s I'm sometimes having to pay. Are you $6? I saw $5.99 a gallon for regular 87 unleaded. You just got to buy a bicycle at that point I mean, or something. Like, what do you have a shape. car for? Like, shape, you know what I mean? $6? Could like, you imagine driving? The amount of gas for one fill-up? 
you can get a really nice pair of Nikes and start walking. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, I mean? but, what, what was it down in Florida? Well, you were uh, it averaged around two eighty, two ninety. So like, that's not too bad or anything. No, it was cheaper here. Don't get me wrong. I mean, like the average price around here is two fifty, two sixty. Yeah. Um, you get some like there's a there's a Bucky's gas station which is famous down there. Bucky's, which, let's know. go. Don't don't say down there. It is a Texas establishment. Do not try to put this on Florida. How <laughs> it's dare down you? There, Texas. How dare you? <laughs> You and your taxes. But yeah, this is considered a small one, and it is the largest gas station I've ever seen in my life. Uh, it's ridiculous. It's like a Walmart with 1,000 gas pumps. If yeah, anybody it, needs a visual of what Bucky's is. I mean, that, that's probably the perfect description. But more of a, I want to say like a Trader Joe's, because they do so much of their own products oh, and yeah. make it all. Like I know Walmart does great value, but that's just a yeah, craft in off. a great value box. <laughs> like yeah. Bucky's in-house, all their own stuff. Yeah. Fantastic. Can't speak stuff. highly enough it's of good them. Good stuff. Good stuff. Also, guys, the Dizzy Dean World Series is back and has kickstarted this weekend. It is awesome to see the start of the fun, one of the funnest events here in DeSoto County and is happy that those kids are back here competing. Absolutely, but the main reason we want to talk about it a little bit is because that's why all the traffic has been here, in <laughs> case you've been wondering why it's been a little bit slower on Goodman Road and Church. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. But if you're wanting to have your own Dizzy Dean Olympic moment, well, Olive Branch has your back with City Co-Ed Softball Leagues. That's right. Go ahead. Get all of your friends together because you're going to need them, men and women. You need at least five males and five females to compete in this. Registration is going on the entire month of July and it is going to cost you $400. You can register at OB Parks offices at 8877 College Street, Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., or you can go ahead and give them a call at 662-893-5219, and you can pay cash or check. That's right. You guys, that is $400 per team, so make sure you divvy up them 10 people for 400 bucks. Cash, speaking of other great teams, here is our team over at DeSoto Cleaning. Brian Rowe and his crew are amazing. They specialize in tile and grout, hardwood and steam cleaning, carpet. I can tell you right now from several, several reviews and Facebook messages that they do a fantastic job. I encourage you to go to Facebook now and look up DeSoto Cleaning and you will see all these amazing videos of before and after. You will soon learn that your house is probably not as clean as you think it is because I looked at some of these tile floors he was working on that looked normal and then his machine ran over it and I was like, oh, wow, that's nasty. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's not supposed to be that color? Yeah, it's really. been there so long. I thought but... it was supposed to be kind of tough. <laughs> Instead, it's actually white, you know, but uh, yes, it was quite an eye-opening experience yes, for sure. Yes, and at that, I'm sure the homeowner felt very liberated after being embarrassed, you know. Yeah, but, it was like, you can use this video, but don't use my name. Yeah. <laughs> How dare you show my address? But anyway, guys, it's a great, great company. They're fantastic guys. Look, they've been doing this for 17 years, and here's a bonus. If you mention OB Pod to Brian when he comes and does your quote, you'll knock 15% off the bill. Can't beat that. They're a great local company that promotes us. We really appreciate you giving them a chance. Now a little update from something we were talking about earlier is Lewisburg High School is no longer looking to be finished on time. Now, guys, this is the high school, not the middle school, because Lewisburg High is one of those schools that was getting some additions to the building. Yep. Several new classrooms and so on. So this is bad news. And it, this is all due to steel deliveries, as everybody has been kind of backlogged trying to get these things. But then also they're going to have a blonde brick at the bottom base of the school and then red brick on top of it. They've gotten the red brick, but they haven't gotten that blonde brick 
So you can't really start any of the bricking yeah, process. You can't with have it. what do you call the, the? You can't hang bricks. Yeah, you know, they you, can't you just can't. kind of be floating right there. <laughs> just like, let's have a ton of brick hanging just in midair, waiting for everything yeah. underneath it. So due to these delays, uh, Lewisburg High is not the only one that's going to be uh, you know penalized from this. There are several other schools in the county that are going to be delayed, yeah, and it's DeSoto, unfortunate. DeSoto Central Primary, both of those are looking to be until late August instead of the early August, and then as you were talking about earlier. Lewisburg Intermediate is going to be delayed until the earliest of September. Wow, that's that's tough, man. Doesn't like unfinished projects just looking around, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, speaking of other unfinished projects, if you have a house that maybe you bought that you were planning on maybe rehabbing or you watched HTTV and you want to flip that house and just have make the big <laughs> dollars because of this market and stuff, and you realize real quick, you're not HGTV or not as handy as you thought, and you want to unload that house fast for cash, uh, then you might want to check out one of our other sponsors, and that is Rodman Properties, and their website is iBuyDeSoto.com. They specialize in buying what some people call trash houses or houses people just don't want to fool with. A lot of times, sadly, even those houses that are left to you that, you know, from a relative that maybe passed or in a will, whatever that may be, or even sadly, a divorce, and you just need to get rid of it now. You know, you don't want to go through the process of realtors, contracts, that are so on. You need somebody to come in and look at it and give you a fair shot of what is value and a fair cash price, and they're going to take care of you. I mean, some of the places that uh, Spence and Abby buy, which are a fabulous couple, that run this company, uh, you know, they might be loaded down with trash, missing a part of a room. You know, you never know. There's just so many different variables. And this, it's just sometimes it's just overwhelming. You don't want to deal with Maybe you just need to get out of the county quickly. Who knows? Life changes. Give them a call, guys. I'm telling you, so far, everyone who's ever used the company that we've had feedback from has had nothing but a positive experience, and they do so much for the community around us. Every house they get is, you know, they rehab it to make it where it's beautiful, it improves the neighborhood, it improves the community, and that's what we can always ask for. So go to iBuyDeSoto.com. You will not regret it. So the Olympics is already all over the news, which is normally a fun thing to see, but unfortunately, the Olympics is being a lot like the NCAA and can't get out of their way. Yeah, it's, man, uh, every headline nowadays is just nothing but negative, 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 and it's just, it's tough, man. It, it, it puts a sour taste in your mouth. It really does, because I, I couldn't have been more excited about it. We didn't get the Olympics last year like we were supposed to. You got people in Japan not necessarily wanting this for all of the reasons that can be expected, and then we have this. One of our top athletes, Shikari Richardson, get testing positive for marijuana, and regardless of how you feel about it, you know you're getting tested for it. Yeah, th- this brings up that whole debate. You know, there there's a big p- push out there of people saying that, you know, oh, marijuana is legal in a lot of parts of the states and, uh, you know, the country. And, and But there's other people who, on the other half of the coin, that are like, well, if you know the rules going into it, knowing you're going to be tested for it, don't make a mistake going into that, especially if you have potential to go be on the Olympic team. So, like, it's so tough. You know, it's not a situation for us to give an opinion on. No. It's just, you know, everybody's going to have their opinion on this. I just see the end result is sad for me because I don't want to see ever a person who has an opportunity to do something special like the Olympics and it'd be taken away from them because of a mistake. Especially one that doesn't affect your training in any shape, way, or form. You weren't giving yourself an advantage or cheating. You just get hit for something that it 
It's a very gray area in this country. Yeah, very. Right now, that is the ultimate gray area. There is no doubt. But let's shift over to our positive. There is good news right here local in our community area. Our own Bahia, Mississippi, which is all of, oh, five minutes to east of us, has an Olympian going to the Tokyo Olympic Games. And we'll be representing Team USA, and that is Miss Erica Bogard. Now, she was born in Memphis, but she grew up in Bahia, and she'll be wearing the red, white, and blue for us as she will be competing in the Heplathon team. She qualified third over there in Oregon. And get this, this event consists of seven individual events. Say that again. Seven individual events over two days. That's how big this this one is. Guys, y'all can't see my face right now, but it is just kind of in shock. <laughs> Like that, that, that is a lot. Like, no, no, I'm not just an Olympic athlete. I'm a seven-event Olympic athlete. Yeah. Whew. Yeah, that's <laughs> impressive. So it starts off with the 100 meters hurdles, the high jump, then a shot put, a 200-meter dash, then the long jump, javelin, and then wraps up with an 800-meter run. Maybe we'll just have our own little competition and see which one of us can do one of these events no, a see, little bit better. It would be like, um, which one actually survives to the longest? Like, I think I'd make about three events before I collapsed and look like a piece of salami baking in the sun. I <laughs> give you about the fifth or sixth event and you'd be laughing at me and then you'd pass out. You yeah. Know? Well, I mean, I, I can do the hundred meters. We just take out the dash portion of it. You know, I can do a nice <laughs> little speed walk. You know, have, have a little fun. I'll put the little five-pound dumbbells, in, you know, in my hand at a little bit oh, of difference. Oh, man. And you put the headband on the wrist oh. and the head. Yes, <laughs> you rock you it. You get the nice little tight spandex for aerodynamics and everything. We're, you know, we're, we're, we're cutting the pod because you said spandex. <laughs> I want you to know that's disturbing. But anyway, we want to say good luck to Erica and we hope you do well representing the United States. So guys, if you're looking for a place to watch the Olympics that's something unique and something different in Olive Branch, I want to introduce one of our newest advertisers and that is Backwater Brewery. This is a nano brewery right here in the heart of Olive Branch. It is right there on Old Town next to Side Street Burgers. It is one of the most unique and amazing places we have ever visited. Just this past week, Cash and I were able to go over there and check out with JR and Caleb who run the place and let me tell you, the environment is just infectious. They have an amazing upstairs lounge that has these sofas, TVs, uh, you know, just a really cool laid back place. The entire place is wood clad with that cool hanging light. And then you get to see this entire nano brewery right there in front of you. You get to watch these little tours. You can see how your product is made. They do everything in-house. Anything that you drink, consume, whatever is in there right in front of you. And they have some of the coolest beverages you could imagine. They make IPAs and ciders that are knock your socks off. Right now, three of their most popular is called the Pamplemouse, which is a dry hop grapefruit cider. Veruca's Demise, which is a tart blueberry cider, which kind of sounds pretty interesting. That was my personal favorite. I'm a big cider person. I got into those in Iowa somehow, but... You really taste the blueberry coming all the way through this. Oh, yeah. And then finally, they have what's called a dimwit, which is kind of like a like a Belgian wit beer. And it's something that kind of goes down real easy, but it'll cool you off, especially if you just got done having some major yard work. Like the way I like to look at that one is kind of like your Cheers beer. You know, you can kind of make this your local watering hole, and you can get that any point in time of the day, and you're not going to be upset about it. Not at all. Guys, they have an outdoor patio area that overlooks the glass wall that shows their brewery, as so well cool. as it has this the patio area out front right by the old um, 178, and it's right next to side street so you can get you a burger get you a beer uh really experience the local vibe and flavor of olive branch especially old town look you've all heard it from here everybody talks about making old town the place to be mm -hmm. they are doing this i'm telling you this is a cool little spot 
take your missus or you take your girls, whoever you want to go, get a little group, go over there. And if you want to try some really cool, authentic beer or some amazing ciders, this is the place to go. Guys, they're open on Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturdays and in the, in the afternoons. I think on Thursday, it's from 5 to 9, Fridays 4 to 9, and on Saturday, even from 1 to 9. So go ahead and give them a visit over at 9203 Highway 178. And if you can't find any parking in the front, there's plenty right there in the back in that cotton gin parking lot. Absolutely, guys. Go check them out. So, guys, that wraps up all of our news, and we have an amazing show ahead of you. I've got a great interview with a local author, as well as we have a crazy, another another crazy true crime. This one's a little more uh, a little more dark, so it's not so much humor. This one, I do warn you, this one has a little bit of a Hannibal Lecter feel to it, so get ready for that. As well as we have another Mount Rushmore debate that could get pretty heated um, but so we look forward to hearing your opinions on that one, especially after Cash's debacle a couple weeks ago. I've had no such thing. And <laughs> your, your opinion, you just don't understand my Jackson Pollock is the only thing that I can say. There you go. I'll give it a go. Do you think you're paying too much for insurance or you're tired of not actually getting an agent when you call? I think it might be time to switch to the home team at Farm Bureau Insurance. Josh McIntyre is our local agent and supports our schools, our local businesses, community, and even takes care of all our insurance needs. That's home, life, and auto. Give him a call today, 662-893-5250, or visit him at his office at 6901 Cockrum Road, which is Highway 305. Hey guys and gals, I got a special guest with us today, a wonderful and amazing friend, Miss Jessica Bunyard. How are we doing today? Hey. Hey Zach, I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. <laughs> well, I know I had to twist your arm a little bit to get on here. Mm. I know you snubbed me a few times about getting to. this interview. You know, you were just uh you're just too good not to have on and we really appreciate your time. Well, thank you. I appreciate you having me and sorry about that. <laughs> So uh, the talent we're talking about here is, is you are a great author. My wife and I are just absolutely fascinated with your children's books. Uh, and just they're so they're adorable. And I hate to say that because I'm a big burly guy and I like to say I'm masculine. But, you know, they are. They're just adorable <laughs> because, you know, a children's book to me is about something that it's not only well written, but illustrations are important. A visual along with a narrative is just fantastic. And so, so many people in the world, I think, have great ideas, but never take the steps to make this happen. And it's so great to hear that somebody here, right here in Olive Branch, has done this. And so, tell us uh, tell us a little bit about yourself first, but I, we'd love to know the process. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you for those compliments. I appreciate that and the support. Like you said, I've written um, two uh, and published two children's books. The first one, was Bunny So Sweet, S-E-W. Um, and the second one is similar, Bunny So Brave. So uh, after I had my daughter, Ella, in 2017, I took a little time off of work. And almost just, it was just kind of like a, to avoid those the baby blues, I guess, you know, and just kind of keep an identity of who Jessica is and not just, you know, mom 24-7, said I need something for me. So I um, got some watercolors out. Uh, I am a an artist in my own right, I guess you could say. Um, uh, it just comes naturally to me. And so I wasn't fearful in that area at all. I kind of sat down and had this idea and wrote on every piece of paper I could find post-it notes, bills of this idea that I had, and then it would just grow and grow. And then, you know, those late night 
feedings, I would think of a line or I would think of a page of text that, I, you know, I'm, oh, yeah, oh, awesome. and then it, it just grows. It really does. It just forms an identity of its own. And so once I had um, the text, then I started piecing together some of um, the illustrations that I wanted. And so I had all of that. I felt pretty comfortable with how that worked. And then I needed to start doing some research on how to actually publish a book. So that's a little of the backstory for that one. I'm a teacher. I, you know, I did K through 12 for a while. And so I know syntax and how all of that works and, you know, grammar, punctuation, things like that. And um, I've read tons of books. And so I kind of know the vibe of how a children's book should kind of flow. Um, but obviously I'm not at that level. I'm just at the beginning, you know, beginning stages, but I, I, like I set this out, this is what I want to do. Um, and so really Zach, I just kind of got on YouTube and that's where you start. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. Cause I don't know how many projects I've done by just getting on YouTube and seeing somebody do it and having a visual representation can give you confidence. And I think just taking that step and saying, okay, I'm going to try this. So I know exactly where you're going with this. Yeah. So uh, that's my best advice to anyone um, that, you know, that stops me in the street and says, hey, I got your your gift at a shower, uh, um, your book at a, as a shower gift. I had no idea. That's so cool. That was such a sentimental gift. So and so gave it to me, which totally makes my day when that happens. Oh, okay. uh, but then that'll go into that conversation like, how did how did you do that? And so if anybody that's listening just says, this is something that I've wanted to do, like, I know her. I went to high school with her. My husband went to her husband. I went to high school with her husband. So-and-so literally you can teach yourself how to do anything. Like we are so blessed in this day and age. So I would just say, um, start with YouTube and figure out, you know, type in how to self publish and, and, um, the steps just start rolling. It's kind of a joke in my, in between my husband and I, Cody, that I ignored my family for like a week. And, uh, (laughs) just, I had, I was like a mad scientist and I just had all of these pieces of, you know, information on the dining room table. And then I, I just said, I, I just felt like, okay, I'm getting closer and closer. This is more realistic. This is a lot easier than it's not as scary as it seems. And then before I knew it, I had everything I needed. And so, um, yeah, it just worked out. That's awesome. I mean, that's awesome. I mean, to me, that if you can break the fear of taking the first few steps and just say, I'm going for it, I mean, what do you have to lose? I mean, other than, you know, don't get wrong, rejection sucks. Uh, I get that 100%, you know, because I've been down that road, you know. I'm, I do, you know, I do mural work and art and stuff, and uh, one of my biggest jobs I've ever uh, pitched for, I had the most amazing ideas in my mind, and I did all this amazing work for it, and at the end of it, they said, no thanks. And it was devastating, but I learned so much from it, too, is that like, I'm happy I went for it, you know what I mean? So uh, I think there's a, there's a big life lesson in everything we do. Um, and so that's why I say when I see you, so I think publishing a book, is something that lasts forever. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, it's something somebody can read. You can hand it down. And, and like you said, in today's world, technology, it's available anywhere in any form. I mean, like both your books are on Amazon, um, you know, and right. we have both of them and they're absolutely fantastic. Yeah. I mean, I'm not just trying to blow your skirt up, but they are fantastic. <laughs> we read it to my little girl, um, you know, and she just thinks the world of them. Uh, and I, I strongly encourage anyone out there, if you, if you haven't seen it, go to Amazon now and check them out. They're, they're really, really good. They're not expensive, and they're just a great little keepsake. And there's something to be said if you know that the local author is right here in all the books. You know what I mean? Now, that's not the extent of all of your talents. Now, there's something else you do that you have started up here recently, and tell us about that. Uh, yeah, so I'm just one of those people that you know, like to stay busy, you know, and um, sometimes it's at a disadvantage. And um, 
I am the person that needs a creative outlet. And so um, God blessed me with a spouse who totally gets that. And so we um, have almost what you would call like a hobby slash small business called the Bunyard Burrow. Our last name is Bunyard and I am obsessed with bunnies, hence the bunny books. Um, I had no idea. I had no idea. And I, we thought we were clever. We can make anything pretty much. I, don't, I never say no to anything. And so, um, but the majority of the time we make seasonal door hangers. And so Cody is all the woodwork. He cuts them out. I know you get that. Um, oh yeah. Yes. And um, y'all have that talent. And then I'm the more of the paint and the ribbon and, and you're the t- person who makes it absolutely cute and adorable well. and every woman just has to have one on her door or hanging <laughs> on her wall on her mantle every As season you have suckered my wife several times <laughs> into it and i'm an artist i'm like um honey i can make that <laughs> but you know jessica's are so cute you know and i think you just have a great friend. touch to well, it, thank you, know you. thank so, you um, yes yep. uh, i think it deserves to be mentioned i think if people don't step out there and use what the good Lord's given you, it's a travesty. And so I, I think it's a, I think it's a great thing. And so if you're a person out there who uh, sees all these cute door hangers or has a creative idea that you think you need somebody to help make, uh, I think Jessica Bunyard is a place to check out, okay. especially at Bunyard's Borough, right? Yes, the Bunyard Borough. Yeah, Burrow. just our own workshop in the backyard. But, you know, and I, I think the there's something to say about supporting small businesses. And the older I get, um, I'm finding myself really shopping at the less commercial and more, um, you know, supporting my community the best way that I can, even if it is a shower gift, a happy gift, a housewarming gift, whatever. And so I highly encourage anyone that, you know, shop from your friend. It really does make a difference. It helps with those T-ball lessons or whatever that extracurricular is or or paying off that extra bill. And I've realized that now and putting that money back into your community. And so recommend, just encourage your friend who's wanting to start a, a small business or has that side gig. It really does make a difference. Oh, yeah. You're speaking our language. I mean, Cash and I, all we do is try to promote community. And if you realize, if you realize by buying something local, the person who receives that gift, if you're buying a gift or if you're buying it for yourself, I think it carries a little bit more of a sentimental value because it shows the person who went and got it or you went and bought it for yourself, you put the time into it. It's so simple just to click an Amazon button and say, hey, deliver it to my door. Trust me, I'm as guilty as anybody. And the Amazon driver knows me by name. You right. know what I mean? Exactly. But, but when it comes to things to give to friends or do something meaningful, um, there's something to be said for that. And to know that when your dollars are going towards helping the community that other kids are being raised in and things are going on, I think you bring a fantastic point. I think it's awesome. 100%. Look, I can't thank you enough for joining us. I think what you've done is fantastic. I think that you're a motivation to everybody out there who's had that little bit of an itch and they've never taken that step forward for it. Um, and so I really appreciate you kind of give us your success story and basically continued success. And uh, I can't thank you enough for your time. Well, thank you. And um, I just want to say that I, I have taught a workshop in the past on just the, a couple quick steps on how to do this. So if you're serious, like you said, if you have that itch and you really are interested, you know, you're welcome to get in contact with me and we can sit at a coffee shop and I can kind of just show you a play by play how to um, self-publish, how to get in contact with Kindle Direct Publishing, how to get an ISBN number. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah. How to sell on Amazon, how to market your book and things like that. So it was all trial by error 
that I had to learn, uh, but I don't mind sharing, you know, because. Oh, that's awesome. I mean, exactly. that's very generous of you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's absolutely huge. You just have to buy my cup of coffee. That's all you have to do. Uh, so. I heard that. I heard that. I heard so, that. Thanks again, Zach. I really appreciate it. I know. It's, it's been a true honor. We appreciate you. And, uh, you know, on your next book, we'll have you on again. Okay. Sounds good. Thanks so much. Are you tired of an unimpressive lawn or need some help from a local professional to get your yard the way you want it? Look no further than Master Lawn for your weed control and fertilizing needs. Master Lawn has been serving the Olive Branch community and surrounding areas for over 25 years and is ready to add you to their long list of satisfied customers. Contact them today for a free quote through their website, www.masterlawninc.com or call 901-250-0873. All right, it's time for that fact of the week, and this is brought to you by Rob Long of the DeSoto County Museum, which is located in Hernando on Commerce Street, right across from the Area 51 ice cream shop. Cash, didn't we say last week they have the number one ice cream flavor in the state of Mississippi? They 100% do, and I got to say, that blackberry goat cheese combo, I didn't want to like it. I didn't even necessarily want to try it, but when it's the top flavor in the state, you got to, and it works. Man, uh, I got to get down there and try it. I'm happy you did. Guys, our fact of the week this week is a short one, but it's a good one considering it does correspond with the July 4th weekend or holiday. Back on July 4th of 1981, Frank Brown became the first African-American chief of police for Olive Branch Police Department. Thank you again, Rob, for these great facts. All right, guys, it is time for that crazy true crime story, so get ready for this one. Did you know there is an inmate suing the correction facility and another inmate in Mississippi over a brutal attack that left him disfigured horribly? Jaron Stubbs alleges that on June 25th of 2015, Terrell Johnson assaulted him by biting off his nose and parts of his lip while in a cell with him in the Stone County Jail facility. Er, hold on. Am I hearing this right? Like that, that is part Mike Tyson and, like you said, part Hannibal Elector. Oh, it gets better. Just keep going. Okay. Stubbs was transported to the three separate hospitals because the first two could not handle the severity of his his facial injuries from this attack. Oh my goodness. To this day, he still has not been able to completely repair his face after numerous surgeries. So Stubbs is seeking $1.4 million in damages from the facility's failure to protect him from Johnson. Now, this is where the story even gets wilder, Cash. Are you ready for this? I, I don't think I am. Like I, I'm still trying to cope with the fact that, as taxpayers, we've got $1.4 million for a free meal. Like, <laughs> this is getting out of hand. Terrell Johnson was in custody for murder charges for killing his own mother. But not only killing her, he decapitated her with a butter knife and used his own teeth to finish the job. Now, I know we've all kind of joked about, like, I'll get you with a plastic spoon. But you're, you're saying butter knife and teeth, and this dude was able to walk around with other people. Yes, that is correct. Ooh, this is what we like to call a pattern. Here's another side note that might throw you for a loop. Johnson's mother only had one beneficiary on her life insurance policy, which is, guess who? Terrell, and means that he will possibly receive the full $150,000 for the death that he caused. There's no way insurance companies paying that. 100%. There's no. 0% chance. 
That's you would think so, but they but, said in the article due to that he has not been convicted of a crime. Now he says he's confessed, but he has not gone to trial because of the COVID nineteen. That they possibly will have to pay it out because he is still an innocent man. Well, at least uh, that hundred and fifty thousand will go to the other person that is suing him. But like that, that this is just a completely wild story. Oh, it's. But and I guess since he wasn't convicted or gone to trial for it, you kind of have to put him in with Jen Pop. But I, I know everyone jokes like, oh, man, if I went to jail, I'd come up with a crazy story. There's no way anyone's going to believe that you killed your mother by biting off her head. That is correct. Like Ozzy Osbourne, somebody <laughs> to get into jail. I, I th- This is something I can't even fathom. Yeah, it's it's through there. So like, could you just imagine just being in jail? Oh, what are you in for? Yeah, I ripped off the tag of the mattress. Yeah, I decapitated my mom. With my teeth. Jailer. Whether or not the story's true, I need, I need a new one. Solitary. Get, get me out of here. <laughs> Let's start punching folks. Get me out of here. But uh, yeah, wild story out of Mississippi. It's crazy. Right. Oh crazy. my God. We're sorry to joke about something like this, but like that is the only way I can get through this while still believing so much of it. Like yeah. that, that is just. It's bananas, man. When I said wild, wild. You are not kidding. Is planning your summer getaway becoming too much of a hassle? Then reach out to Sue Ellen and Ann Christopher of Magical Destinations. Whether it's a trip to Disney World, Universal Studios, or a tropical getaway, these ladies can help you plan the trip of your dreams. They work to get the best rates with headache-free planning. Magical Destination is locally owned in Hernando, so give them a call today at 662-469-6304, or you can find them on Facebook or Instagram at Magical Destinations Unlimited. With summer here, are you looking to start renovating? Well, North Mississippi Dumpster is the local business you want to contact. All you have to do is head over to DeSotoDumpsters.com. You'll be able to find all of your pricing and sizing needs. They are open seven days a week and have fantastic prices. They carry 13 and 20 yard roll-off dumpsters that are in great conditions so you don't have an eyesore sitting in your yard or on your job site. They service DeSoto, Tate, Marshall, and Tunica counties. So visit them at DeSotoDumpsters.com or give them a call at 901 901- one two nine nine oh nine sixteen. All right, Cash, it's time for that wonderful Mount Rushmore debate. And what is our topic this week? This is one that's going to bring a lot of heat. And uh, we, we didn't want to do this at the beginning because, well, it, there's too many people and there's too many different ways that people view comedy. That's right. We're looking at top comedic actors. And we're talking about from our generation, our generation. 80s to present, correct? Movies only. All right. All right. That's right. Not TV ones, because there's a lot of great TV comedians out there. We're talking about comedic actors in movies. Yes. And I mean, that hurts, like you said, some of them, like Dave Chappelle. Like, nothing from the Chappelle show is going to pop up. So, like, unfortunately to me, that's not going to put you in the Mount Rushmore for half-baked oh, well, and things like that. Yeah, to me, like, that's an automatic disqualification for Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I mean, this is what it is. But... So, uh, of course, we always do our grassy knoll of snipers, uh, which are the people who want it, and we think should, are really close to being on the Mount Rushmore, but not quite there. Because, I mean, you got to remember, you got to take somebody off of that Mount Rushmore to put that person in. And right. I, I think a lot of people are going to see this time, they're just kind of interchangeable. Yeah. You know, it's going to be what your taste is. So, what do you got for a grassy knoll? Will Ferrell. Like, 100% agree with you. He's on my grassy knoll as well. He, he could very easily be up there, and I'm not going to be mad of somebody putting him up there. I mean, when you have Anchorman as like a true headliner, but he does too many other serious things. I don't necessarily elf 
isn't there for me. I know a lot of people are going to oh, love yeah, it for Christmas, yeah. things like that. Old school, he has plenty of one-liners, but he's not necessarily the headliner, like you were talking for actresses last week. And he's just, he's so close. Yeah. I want to put him I'll up there. You, I'll give you that. I'll give you that for sure. He's definitely really close. That's why he made my hill. There's yeah. no doubt. No doubt. All right, I got one for you. Okay. Mike Myers. Oh, see, I didn't even have him in my grassy knoll. Uh, yeah. But I think that's a person that's got to be up there. Yeah. That's, he's got the franchise. He's got some franchise. He's got a lot of stuff going on for him. And then, but and it's so hard to put somebody in there that has animated because you're fantastic, but are you necessarily acting? Like, I, I don't no. know what to do with animation ones. Yeah. Like, I need a face with a name. But Shrek is a top tier character. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's right there, man. And then, of course, you've got the Austin Powers series. I mean, he's just Ooh. done so many. I mean, like, so. just the opening of Austin Powers. I don't know how many people have seen it or not, but when you have somebody cackling at you being unfrozen and just peeing for a solid two minutes. <laughs> like that's, that's that, that just go ahead and let you know like you're yeah. in for a wild ride yeah. all right what do you got next this one it's a little rough but it's mostly because he just didn't have the longevity of the career and he's right there in the 80s but chris farley yeah he's right there with mine too man he's like, on my I, grassy knoll as well man. man if he was still alive he'd probably be on my rushmore but yeah no it killed me tommy boy black sheep so many good movies beverly hills ninja and like <laughs> as i was talking to my brother who's my main consultant for movies i mean if i was watching a movie he was right there with me right so it's always nice to have that little back and forth or just be like no 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 and he said it again like i'll watch black sheep i'll watch tommy boy are you really ever re-watching beverly hills ninja sadly for me no the answer is no yeah no. And different caliber it just kind of different things and so like when i only have those two now granted both hilarious, but also kind of the same movie. Very similar, yes. And then it's hard to do something with... Uh, he's a co-lead with David Spade in that for me. And David Spade, I want to put you somewhere, but I don't know what to do with you because yeah. you're never leading something. Never. But by no. God, are you hey, He's more of a personal choice. There's probably other comedian actors that have more chops that probably deserve, but he's more personal. To yeah. Me. I mean, this guy I grew up with is one of the best in my world. So my last one... My last one on my grassy knoll is another sad one, and that is John Candy. Ooh. The Uncle, Uncle Buck, Buck, man. I mean, I just grew up. I mean. Planes, trains, automobiles. I mean, there's just got so many classic 80s. I mean, like, you know, if you're you know, a younger person, you won't know John Candy as, much, as well as I did, you know, but I grew up on his comedy. Yeah. You know, as a young person, you know. <laughs> And I'm 40 years old, and that's sad to say. Murphy's know. Law is a John Candy movie, oh, just in a nutshell. There's so many. There's just so many. But, you know, he was he was the true single actor lead for a comedy of the 80s. Yeah. I mean, think about it. I mean, don't get me wrong. He had great supporting cast, but he was the he was the main guy for most of all his movies. I mean, don't get me wrong. He was in Stripes and some mm -hmm. other stuff and everything else, but, you know. But, yeah. I mean, speaking of a John Candy movie and Murphy's Law kind of being his, like, credence in one of those and for those of you that don't know what murphy's law is it is strictly just anything that can go wrong will go wrong correct and he just spins it makes it hilarious but speaking of murphy's law have you ever heard of cole's law no cole's law <laughs> oh. i had to sneak it in there oh my here goodness here we go hey, here we go all right you, you got any more on your, your sniper <laughs> hill over there um, man, like there's just so many that okay. are top tier and it's really hard to do. I mean, there's people that like Chris Tucker, I really want to put you up there. You've got the Friday series, but oh, yeah. you're only in one and you got Ice Cube right there with you. But Chris Tucker with uh, Rush Hour, same reason I couldn't give Jackie yeah. Chan up there. Yeah. There's two and three just 
yeah. are up there for me. He's he's even an extra. He's even a, a co-character in one of my favorite movies of all time, Fifth Element, and he plays a crazy. Radio oh my answer. goodness, he's hilarious. Such a Perfect great role for the you know. So but, I mean, I and he he was right there on the cusp of just pure comedic genius, and then yeah. just kind of fell off. Yep, yep, yep. So we're gonna do our rush more here, but I do want to say I am gonna name five comedians that I consider legends. You know. That are not on my Rushmore because they're just not. I didn't grow up with them, but yep. they are true legends. I think they deserve a name drop. So I want to like, give you that a heads up. You know, after we do our Rushmore, and I, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to cheat because it, these two feel like a combo, but they have enough on their own that uh, you'll see it. All right, well, hit me up. Who's your we'll, first Rushmore? We'll, we'll go ahead with the half face of Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson, because whenever those two are in a movie, I am. I, I've bought the ticket. I'm there. Like you got the uh, internship, uh, man. They've got two or three just greats that are together, and then <sighs> separately, Shanghai Noon. Oh, Wedding Crashers. Wedding Crashers. With and then uh, old school, you have Vince Vaughn and his brother Luke Wilson. Yeah. So, sadly, I disagree because neither one of them are headliners for comedies. But it's and so they hard were, because they they're were in that pair. generation of buddy comedies as yeah, well. Yeah, I give you that. But that, to me, they have one quintessential buddy comedy, and that's Wedding Crashers, where they were the, those two were the lead. The internship. Yeah, okay, I'll give you that, but not as popular. Um, to me, they're more of a sniper heel. Just my opinion. Hey. Like, just I, my opinion. I, I just know whenever I know they're in a movie together, I'm watching it. I got you. And as I've been consistent throughout, like, that's what I want out of a comedy duo. and. There's so much funny th- funniness in there. Yeah. So my number one, I'll go ahead and get my number one out. You ready? Yeah. My number one, this is the guy I watch for every single one of his movies, years and years and years, and I hate me for it or whatever, but Adam Sandler, he's on, well, he's on my he, list. He's on my list as well. Yeah, he's, uh, he's, he's the, to me, he's the juggernaut of the 90s in the early 2000s. The uh, the Happy Madison Corporation, all the movies they've done, like the, the spin-offs from his companies. Uh, you know, um, he did uh, Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore. Um, you know, the Big whole Daddy is Big one Daddy. that I, I, mean, like, I this, still love. He's got shows. so many that are just juggernauts of comedy of his time. Now, some yes. of those aren't you can't watch now, but some you can. But yeah, to me, he's by far number one and like a lot of it doesn't necessarily transition but he transitioned to kids movies and if you ask younger people like you ask your kids adam sandler is still one of their funniest comedians oh yeah and that it doesn't show to us but for somebody to make that transition and still do it bravo bravo and then, i mean you've got things like the chris rock movie with kevin james the parents all sitting around they had the sequel that wasn't necessarily as good Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Or is it just because four people just hanging around? But, I mean, and... Grown-ups. Grown-ups. And then he gave us Rob Schneider, who is somebody that has done <laughs> a lot of bit parts, went off and did his own thing. Not necessarily as funny, but, hey, he carried people up there and gave a lot of notoriety to people. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. So, my next one I put on there is Ben Stiller. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. I... Think about it now. I mean, you're talking about Zoolander. You're talking about Dodgeball. Owen Wilson and Vince Vaughn. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm just saying, you're throwing my people. I'm talking a about who the bones. headliner was. Was he the headliner? Yes. Uh, think about it now. <laughs> Dodgeball, I don't know if you're the headliner. I mean, I think Vince Vaughn 
uh, he's more the leader of the average Joes. Yeah, I'll give you that. I mean, like, it was more of a... But you see, like, to me, like, those are, like... That's a collection. Groups. Yeah, and, like, that, that's where it makes it hard to say if you necessarily had a headliners because it was two or three people well, leading the way. About what about Mary? What about... Oh, you know, man. You know, he's got some of those, you know, those romantic comedies that were just to drop dead hilarious, you they, know? I mean, those are kind of the reasons why Rom-Com is my favorite kind of movie yeah. is because of people like him. Like, that comedy hits yeah. so hard. No doubt. I mean, like, guys, if you've never seen what Heartbreak Mary, Kid. Oh, oh, God. Oh, something about Mary. There's the, him and Cameron Diaz, the chemistry that they dude, had for that movie. Dude, how about Tropic Thunder? I mean, he's technically... <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, you're talking about controversial, but freaking hilarious. hilarious. You know? Well, I mean, and you want to talk to somebody that's probably going to be left off the list, Jack Black. Like... He came close to my grassy knoll, but, you know, I, it just didn't get it for me. He wasn't a favorite of mine when he's a lead. He's always a favorite of mine when he's a... Uh, a supporting character no that's fair and i'm actually looking at a tropic thunder dvd right now as we uh <laughs> record this yep 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 but no uh, i mean give me, give me another one of your rushmores man a little bit older but i mean I, and just you want to talk about pure legacy robin williams i mean oh. you got patch adams mrs doubtfire so he's one of my legends you know i mean the, that's fair i mean know, I, so I can me, understand. like i give you the same kudos you know to me you know like that's the kind of that's the, he's the guy you make a gold statue of and you hand to other comedians saying this is the level Template. you're getting to it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, to me, he's an icon. You know what I mean? Agreed. No, and I, anyone that wants to argue, just please don't. Feel free. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, this is we'll the dude that started you, no. so many careers and got people into it. Yeah. And he didn't necessarily have the physical comedy that so many other people. Depend yeah. on his impressions alone of the things I, yeah, I do. It was amazing. Truly, just like you got a theater of the mind while actually being able to see him, and that, yeah. that's something that you're just not going to be able to take away yep. from somebody like that. Yep, yep, yep. All right, my next one, Eddie Murphy, and that's the last person on mine. <laughs> <laughs> so that means I got one left after you. <laughs> yeah, Eddie Murphy. You talk about the king of '80s. Yes, I mean everything from Forty Eight Hours to. Um, Life, life, uh, and then, just so many comedies, and then his, you know, he, I mean, even his stand-up career was phenomenal. But we're talking about movies only. Anytime Eddie Murphy was in a movie mm-hmm. in the eighties and nineties, in early two thousand, it like, was top bill. Doctor Doolittle, oh yeah, oh, uh, yeah. Norbert, yeah. Like there, there were so many things that this man could do. Yeah. And by goodness, he was funny. Oh yeah, yeah, he's top bill, top bill. Like, I mean, I'm just like the Robert Downey Jr. Like the fact that. Eddie Murphy did such a good job that they thought they could do a spinoff of this character. Mm-hmm. Like, and you couldn't. Like Robert Downey Jr. just didn't even come close. But then you got Coming to America, which oh, yeah, is classic. quite possibly my number one favorite movie all time growing up. Yeah. Uh, you see that as a kid when you're not supposed to and just laughing at everything that's coming out. I didn't watch out. the sequel. Have you watched the sequel? Some things you you just don't I see don't, a sequel like, to. I don't want to watch it. Does that it, 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 was, it was perfect. It was iconic the way it was. I, don't, I think a sequel hurt it, so. I, I, I don't know it. if it did or not. I, I will never know. It yeah. was like if Spaceballs ever came out with a sequel. I, I would not watch it. Like Super Troopers came out with a sequel. Never watched it. Super Troopers was number one to me. That Broken Lizard Company has done so many funny things. But the, yeah. now I'm just going to stay with the original. Agreed. My last one, believe it or not, Jim Carrey. I was going to say, if it's not Jim Carrey, I don't really know who it's going to be. <laughs> but The Mask I mean, you want to talk oh, about somebody? Ace Ventura. I mean, like so much. He's got so much stuff. Laces out. Yeah. <laughs> Laces out. Yeah. 
But I mean, the parking scene. Oh I, yeah. I mean, and how many times the UPS he, delivery guy every time to me that you know it's just money in the yeah. bank cable guy. Oh, yeah. uh, yeah. I mean, like he's just got so many that weren't necessarily comedies that he just made comedic. Oh and yeah, then just him being in it. Very much Robin Williams. Like yeah. you know, you, you're getting so many things in just bits. Like how many times do you do go to a sliding door and just start like opening it and closing it, screaming? <laughs> <laughs> You get an argument. All righty then. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> I mean, like, there's just exactly. so many things that he made possible that I don't think anyone else is going to. Oh, he was a breakthrough. And the funny thing is, I actually started watching him and really liked him when he was Fire Marshal Dan on In Living Color, one of the first <laughs> comedy shows that competed with SNL. Yep. You know what I mean? And that was when you know, the Waymans brothers did all that. And he was hilarious. Absolutely yeah. hilarious. And I mean, and there's just so many people that still spring in my mind that I want to have in there. Like yeah. Seth Rogen, who just did so many yeah. just off-topic kind of comedies. That The thing about Seth Rogen is there are some that I absolutely, absolutely love, but it's more about the movie than it is him. That's Does fair. that make sense? Like, yeah, if there was just a writer's version of it, I think I would have had him yeah, a lot higher. Time. There's a, but there's a lot of stuff he's very controversial, you know, and it's like so it's kind of like it's a mixed bag. I can't say that I enjoy yeah. every Seth Rogen movie. I can tell you I enjoy most of all the other ones, every movie they do. You know what I mean? So, Absolutely fair. I mean, Kevin Smith, like when you get Clerks and other things, Jane Silent Bob, yeah. Dogma. Like, there, there's so many different things that that guy was able to do. Now, you want to talk about controversial, that's yeah. somebody right there. Wow, wow. All right, so here are my legends that I want to mention. I think they deserve a mention mm-hmm. because even you know they're maybe just a hair older than my generation, you know. But these are the other four. I already we already mentioned Robin Williams, but these other four deserve credence as true comedic actors that are transcendent. Their stuff is good today. Like I watch one of them every single Christmas, okay, and that is Chevy Chase is one, <laughs> Steve Martin, Billy Crystal, and Bill Murray. Those, oh. along with Rob Williams, those five guys. I forget are the legends. Steve Martin movie, but me and Steven were at your house for some reason, and this was probably a decade ago, and we were all just sitting around talking, and there was a Steve Martin movie about him going into witness protection. Me and Steven never heard of it, never seen it. You said, "Boys, I gotta go do something." You oh. threw this DVD in there, oh. and me and Steven are just cackling. Oh, it's called My Blue Heaven, and it is one of the best comedies he's ever done. In my opinion, he plays like a, a mobster turned informant. <laughs> and Rick Moranis, before he retired, um, was the FBI agent that was assigned to kind of stay guard on him and stuff. And his one-liners and his jokes in this movie will blow you away. Oh, I encourage anyone. Please go find a way to watch this movie. I cannot recommend this highly enough. And... Hey, mean, mean Steven, like the guy you heard at the beginning of this episode, we did not stop laughing for the entire probably two hour movie that felt like an hour. Like you Absolutely zoom through this classic. At no point do you stop laughing. I mean, it, from start to finish. I mean, it is true, true, amazing. You know, just simple humor and it just charismatic characters delivered perfectly. Oh, it is fantastic. It, it motivates me to want to watch it now. Yeah, it is and, that good of a movie. And I know we we probably left your favorite comedian. Off of our Mount Rushmore. And there's a lot of them when you go through it. Oh, yeah. There's no doubt. Yeah, a lot of it's personal taste. And a lot of it is just like, do you compete with this person that we put up here? Because you might have one or two movies or just some iconic scenes. But a lot of these people have it all. Well, and then a little bit more. Well, you, look, It's just like we just said. My Blue Heaven is one of my favorite comedies of all time. That might be dull and boring to the next person. No, you know what I mean? no so that, that person is just not alive. <laughs> like, blood is not pumping through their body if it is dull yeah, and boring yeah, to yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. 
Guys, we hope you enjoyed our little debate there. And remember, please keep sending those emails and messages in, text messages, whatever. It is absolutely fantastic to hear y'all's opinion. Don't mind arguing. Don't mind complaining. Don't mind agreeing. Because uh, I tell you, the last two weeks, we have gotten so much feedback, and it's fantastic. We really, really appreciate it. Guys, we also want to encourage you to listen to our brother podcast, which I know they're off this week, but they have some great content every Tuesday and Friday, and that is Under the Water Tower, and they're focused out of Hernando. They do a fantastic job. Check them out. And they're also promoting some local music events. And so if you're a person who likes live music, some other things, go check them out. You'll be surprised what they've got going on down there. And as somebody that's been to the first Mississippi Music, it is such a fun kind of just intimate event that they have going on. You can rent out a whole table and just get seats. You bring your own drinks. You're relaxing right there in that Hernando courtyard. And it is one of the coolest things that you're going to be able to do. Absolutely. Now, guys, if you're enjoying what you're listening with us, please make sure you're hitting that subscribe button. That's very important. Okay. That means every time we drop an episode, it's automatically uploaded into your podcast feed, as well as, will you mind telling your friends and your family that you listen to us and let them know that you, maybe you enjoy because the more people get listening, the more we get to promote our community. And that is our ultimate goal here. So make sure you check us out on Facebook, Twitter. We are at OB Pod or OB Podcast. And give us a like. Or if you have a few minutes and want to give us a positive review on your podcast listener, we would much appreciate it. And as we said, we do love debating. We love talking to you. And if you have any news or information that you want the community to know about, go ahead and let us know at theobpodcast at gmail.com. Lastly, guys, we want to say thank you to all of our advertisers that we would not have this show without them. We make sure that we check and vet all of our advertisers as they are truly people who want to help out our community, promote our community, which is what we want to do. And they do fantastic work. They offer great services. Please check them out. If you heard any of the advertisements today, give them a look, give them a listen, give them a chance. And trust me, you will be doing us a great service. And also, if you want to go to the Live at the Garden concert series, 95.3 The Rebel, where I DJ, we are having a contest. Just head over to our website and you will be able to find out any of the sponsored locations you need to go register at. Along with, we also are giving away James Taylor concert tickets. Feel free to go ahead, do the same thing at Guess FM, and look to see where you need to register for those. There you go, guys. So again, until next week, I'm Zach. And I'm Cash. We'll see you all then. Yeah.